that's right, uh I finesse my way into this game like left, right, uh Up, down, fuck you saying, what's that check, right, uh Bust downs for the whole team, what it look like, uh And shit, you could tell me Let me get to these facts Ain't no more dancing around it Everybody got that work Somehow I really doubt it Doubt it What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Competent Conversations podcast, season two, episode eight. Today, I'm overjoyed to announce a special guest that we have. His name is Brian Ducio. Um, Some of you may have or may have not heard Brian and I do podcasts in the past. I've been on his podcast. He's been on a couple or at least one of my Instagram lives. Um, that I posted a couple weeks back. So uh, I want to let Brian introduce himself first, and then we're, we're going to tell you guys what we'll talk about in this episode. So what's going on, Brian? Hey, how's it going on, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on. And mm-hmm. this is a delight to be on here. I have a podcast, as we were talking about earlier, called mm-hmm. Perpessence. It's been around three years, and we talk about basically human behavior a lot like yourself that you talk about uh talk about relationships we talk about just how you feel within how the world works i am a a believer of stoicism i follow that um we talk about just how to go about life pretty much i also play music i was a film composer and composer video games nothing big small stuff uh, so I have a, mu- a music background. I am a writer, so I like to write like uh, just uh, f- fiction. So I like that kind of stuff. Um, I have a YouTube trying to get that off the ground, but it's the podcast. That's that's the big thing. That's what's doing really well. And Richard has been on the podcast, and that was like a, a year and a half ago. And we talked about Novi. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we we did one um, a couple months back too. I don't know if it ever made it to your yeah, but it did. I don't know yeah, I, I think I lost the recording, but um, I gotta maybe I'll try to find it. But I think Skype like deletes it after a while. But either way, um, if if you didn't, by based on what you guys just heard, if you don't find or see a reason why you should listen to that podcast that he just told you about, then I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're thinking. This guy sounds like a very diverse person through our conversations. He's very, you know, he can go deep with different things. And I think it reflects a lot about his character, his mindset, and um, definitely what the podcast will all be about. Um, Taekwon, how you feeling? This is actually the first time we're getting Taekwon yeah. in on this conversation okay. that Brian and I have had. And you guys know Taekwon and I talk on the podcast all the time. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a real rich, fruitful conversation. But what's going on, bro? I'm, I'm chilling, bro. Um, Brian, pleasure to meet you. I mean, yeah, man. From what Richard talks about, and from the podcast you guys did, I'm looking forward to working with you now and in the future as well. Uh, awesome, me too. Yeah, and I just want to uh, add real quick. I was because you have a podcast now too, um, so I can say this freely, and we all can express this joy together. I was telling somebody yesterday about the podcast and what we try to put out into the universe. And bro, when we first started this podcast, it was like. I wasn't sure how people were going to accept it. And, you know, it was like, what are we trying to do? But now we have such a, a high catalog and a high amount of uh, diverse topics and everything like that. And it's like, bro, when I was telling this person what we try to do with this podcast, it just felt like it was like 
heaven sent. Like, yo, we are literally trying to leave our image on this world. You know what I mean? And we're right. doing it one episode at the at a time. And like, when I talk about the podcast now, it's like an enriching conversation. They're like, oh, you have a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, we talked about topics from this to this to this to this. And it's like, when you tell people that, a lot of times when you talk to people, their conversation base is like really small to try to keep a short conversation. But once you open up the podcast, they're like, oh my God, they, autom- they automatically see some type of value within you type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, bro. I love talking about the podcast now. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a great feeling. And it's it's something that's needed in this world. It's like pretty Mm -hmm. much, it's something so simple that's so important. It literally just shows you how much people like to communicate or at least listen in on a conversation or how moving it can be when multiple minds are coming together to wrap their mind around a certain topic, whatever it is, and really express their ideas. Some of that is really the basis of philosophy and philosophers pretty much shaped the societies that we see throughout the world in their own given right today. So it's almost like a sense of that, at least that's how I take it or how I get it, like a sense of philosophy of like having a topic, like dissecting it, going past Mm -hmm. the surface. It's not the social media world in a sense where it's just a quick one minute thing on Instagram, a quick caption, it's like, no, right, you have right. to take some time to settle in, clear your mind, and, and dig into something. And the person listening, it at least sparks their thought, though they may not be able to verbalize it on that episode. It at least gets them thinking and want to make decisions for themselves. So with what you said, Taekwon, about leaving mm-hmm. a mark on this earth, it kind of actually caters to exactly what we want to talk about today. And... This is how this topic came up, guys who are listening, guys and girls who are listening. Uh, I had made a post about two days ago. I was driving to the store, and I just had some thoughts in my mind, and I wanted to just speak to the people. And it was based on the bigger picture in life because a lot of the times we get caught up or hung up on, like, the most minute things. Like, we get so upset when someone doesn't respond to your text message or someone could leave, let's say, a negative comment on your post or Someone could say they don't like this or that about you. You may get into an argument with a significant other or family member. And when we dissect these things, they're so small. And I and I started wondering, like, why don't we focus on the bigger picture in life? Like, we want to make sure all these little small ego fulfilling and gratifying things are in check. You know, you know, does my hair look right? You know, did I get to work on time? Or, you know, um, how do other people perceive me? Opposed to making sure the most important things are in check, such as purpose, um, the reason why you're here on this earth, and making the most out of the small window of time that you'll be here on this earth. Because I believe life can feel long when you're doing something that you love, but it's short when you don't, when you spend half of it or really not much of it at all doing stuff you hate, working at a job you don't like, you know, uh, not evolving as a person, keeping some of the same thought patterns, maybe staying around people you shouldn't be around, whatever, whatever the case may be. When you do stuff that you love, life feels more fulfilling, abundant and enjoyable. And I believe we all deserve that. But that's that's taught to us as taking a leap, going after what you believe in. That's taking a leap. Being safe is stick doing what everyone told you to do in school mm-hmm. and all these things and get this job get this degree go go down the well-trotted path it's so much easier and we're discouraged from literally living authentically so that's where that kind of came from and i just felt like that purpose th- that living authentic uh reflects your soul but the ego that tells you oh you can't 
you, like how you said, Taquan, I was worried about doing a podcast before it started. How will people receive it? That's mm-hmm. ego. Oh, will I be looked at as uh, I don't know what I'm talking about or I'm a fake or this is stupid or now what is my identity? And I'm not trying to come at you, but that's what we all think about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whenever we want to start a new venture, if you want to go out and take a quote unquote leap, which I feel like the leap is doing the doing the well-tried path when authenticity is doing what you really should be doing and what you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing that, what what holds us back is like that that ego protection. Like, how do I show up in the world? That's why a lot of us are scared to do many things, whether it's, let's say, talking to a girl, starting a new relationship. Like I said, getting a new job, whatever it is. So, you know, that's just like the framework of what, I, you know, I assume we'll be talking about today. Um, I made that post. Brian commented on it. I responded back. Let's do a podcast ASAP. Yeah. He was yeah. down for it. Literally the next day, here mm-hmm. we are. I told Taquan with like a 10-minute notice, like, bro, we're about to do this podcast. You trying to get <laughs> on it? He's like, yeah, and that's how it works. So, guys, mm-hmm. what do you what do you what's your spiel and your take on some of these things? Brian, you being the guest, I'll let you go first, man. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, uh, so there was a lot there and uh we worry about the little things. So we worry about what people say about us. It sticks with us, you know? And people remember the bad things, all the little bad things. Oh, oh he was, had an attitude or she uh, is stuck up. They remember the little things. They don't remember the little good things. They remember the big good things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we went on vacation or we kissed under the fountain or some, you know, okay. stuff <laughs> like that. Right. Um, so that's why we need to focus on the little things i i know i'm going on a different angle but on the little things because it shows your character so how you greet someone how mm. how you hold yourself your confidence you know how how you take care of yourself but don't over take care of yourself because you're not a girl or, you know i'm speaking from a male perspective perspective right mm-hmm. and um you know all those things do matter but there is too much of a good thing there's, you know, there's not enough, you know, it's, there's a fine balance in life and we have to juggle all that. And there's a, a quote by Marcus Aurelius and I don't remember it word for word, so I'm going to slaughter it, but he's basically the, uh, the man that lives a hundred years old and the man that lives 30 years old lives the same life because we only have the now. So you cannot live a longer life when you only have what is right in front of you right now. And what matters is what you're doing in that time. Mm, I've heard that before. Yeah. It's actually, um, it's actually part of the thing I was going to say. So, um, Rashad, I'll tell you this all the time. And we always laugh about this shit, but I always say I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of Drake's lines, but it's like that resonated with right. me because it's like, oh, yeah. if you sit here and anticipate that you're going to be here for a long time, you kind of uh, procrastinate on things that you could be doing today. You kind of put it up to tomorrow because you're like, well, I got 100 more years to live, you know, whatever. Right, right. But when you actually break that line down and say, I'm here for a good time, that kind of forces you to look at every situation in the present time. It's like, uh, yes. while we're doing this podcast, if I could find something more enjoyable to do, then I would do that. But this podcast is like the the peak right now. You know what I mean? If I'm going right. to work, it's like, all right, I got to go to work to make a living. But what can I find in that moment to make work more satisfying, you know, more gratifying? And then you come home or whatever else you're doing. It's like, instead of wasting time 
what can I be doing to capitalize on all this free time that I have? Because again, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Let's make every situation worth it. Let's put a positive spin on everything. Let's try to avoid negative people. Let's try to just literally live the best life we have for this day because tomorrow is not promised. Exactly. Yeah, and time is a man-made construct. I mean, we use mm -hmm. it for different things like, oh, if I have to set up an appointment, you know, I know what time I can be there. We all agreed on a certain, you know, um, designation or like a design of what 9 a.m. means, what 10 a.m. means, and we all can, you know, whatever, meet on that basis or whatever, or someone's in school, they know what time their class is. It works for that, but we have to always remember it's a man-made construct. Mm -hmm. So like you guys said, the only real thing is now, like even what you choose to do or who you're being, like people think like people wonder or they worry like, man, I hope like, you know, I hope I'm not like broke in five years. I hope I'm not homeless. I hope I'm not in this bad situation. We worry about the future. Right. But the thing is that the worst version of you and the best version of you subjectively is is right now. So what I'm doing right now, if I do this podcast, then I get off this podcast. And in that new now moment, let's say I'm eating a healthy meal and then I'm going to like, let's say a business meeting. And then, you know, I'm going to the gym. Like every now I'm doing something good. The future is just now consistently, like now, 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 now. Then you'll be like five years ahead, right? So if you did stuff that was beneficial to you getting to the point that you wanted to get to the whole time consistently because when we're inconsistent is when we start getting kind of results if you're mm -hmm. kind of on it kind of off it the world is your mirror it's going to show that but you know and nothing's promised i guess you know a tragedy could happen but but you increase your chances if every now that you have like just the moment only thing that is guaranteed is right now the past is gone Future is just a projection or, you know, anticipation. If you do everything right now, right now, what am I doing right now? What needs to be done right now? Do what's in front of you. That's also kind of like a stoic type of thing. You know how they talk about wake up and do your daily work. Don't, um, I remember there was a quote in, um, uh, what was that book by Marcus Aurelius? I, I read it like last summer. Um, uh, uh, meditations. meditations. Yeah, the meditations, exactly. He was talking about if I was to go into your mind and look, it shouldn't be occupied with anything really outside of yourself as far as comparing yourself to other people, things like that. Wake up and do what's in front of you. You're wasting your thoughts by doing that. Occupy your thoughts and your time with what matters. And this is where I'm kind of jumping off and paraphrasing or adding to it is like literally do the day's work. We're thinking about what's going to happen. What am I doing for Thanksgiving? Um, you know, do I have this and that done? Whatever. Worry about that when it's time. What's today's work? You still mm -hmm. got bills to pay. You still got to clean your house. You still have to, you know, go to your job maybe or 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 get that new partner for your business. Worry about that right now because what, no one knew COVID was going to happen, right? So we were probably planning for what we doing in the oh, spring. Yeah. What's going? Oh, all that was shut down. So you just deprived yourself of all the stuff you could have been doing right in the moment, right? So mm -hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Time is a man-made construct, and we have to focus on now. And if your now is resourceful as much as possible, continuously, consistently resourceful, and you're consistently doing things to get you that much closer, even if it's a little bit, um, to where you want to be, you increase your chances of actually having a life of freedom, abundance, and following what your soul really wants to embody and, and uh, encompass. Yeah, I was going to add on that. When you think about the big picture... 
a lot of times you discourage yourself from accomplishing that goal because, you know, everybody has a certain sense of anxiety. Some senses of anxiety are heightened in comparison to others. But when you start to think about the big picture, you start to create all this worry about, am I able to do this? It's like looking at the mountain, like, am I able to climb this? But if you just took one step at a time, you'd find out that each step has its own difficulty. Some of them have a certain level of ease to them as well. And then before you know it, you're at the top. You know what I mean? You just figure out everything going on in that situation to balance. So when it comes to, um, you said food as well. So not, I automatically started thinking like when you create a diet plan for somebody or even like a workout plan for somebody, they automatically see like, damn, I'm supposed to do this by this time, you know, or if they look at a diet fad. So I could lose 30 pounds in 30 days. That's awesome. But then you tell them you have to restrict yourself from whatever carbs or whatever type of nutrition. And they're like, damn, I got to do that for 30 days. But if you look at it as one meal at a time, one snack at a time, be conscious in the moment you're about to consume food. You know what you have to do. You know that um, even if you look at meal prepping, it's like, damn, I could make so much food in one day. It's like do one meal at a time because now you're looking at, all right, I know I'm going to be hungry in three hours. If I make this now, I'll be good until then. But I got to go to work, so maybe I should make two. So when I come back home, I don't have to worry about eating off my diet. You know what I mean? Just be in the moment and slowly and surely you'll get to that that 30-day window in no time. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that's uh, a good mindset to have. And it's a mindset that should be developed at an early age. And I feel like men have that because of sports. I feel like mm-hmm. sports mentality is a day by day. You know, you're doing two a days at practice. You're getting beat up, sweating, you know, and some people are quitting. But you're like, man, I'm not quitting. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. And that's how mm-hmm. I did it. I've, I've ran marathons and I don't think about the whole thing. I think mm-hmm. about each mile, you know, and I did the training. If I could do the training, I could do the race. And that's mm-hmm. how life is. It's it's a it's, it's a a destination is the end. You don't know where you're really going to, so you have to take it one step at a time. Mm. That's crazy, man. First yeah. of all, shout out to you uh, for doing uh, you know, those marathons. Cause oh, I, yeah. When I run a mile after the gym, I'm like, whoo, how much are you at? 0.7? <laughs> all right, 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 right. That, that, yeah, that yeah. mile better complete soon because, you know what I'm saying? And um, another, going back to what you guys said about the present moment, I used to work in a substance abuse facility, right? Mm-hmm. And they talk about just for today, I'm not going to use. Just for today, I'm not going to drink, right? And it's like they do that because if you start overthinking, like, for my whole life, I'm not doing this, you're right. going to self up for failure because we're going to get wrapped up in our mind. That's the mind. It could take us so many different places. But I want to um, pivot a little bit to a concept that caters to what we're talking about. Uh, but also kind of put a little bit of a spin to it. So, like, Sigmund Freud is the father of modern-day psychology. He was born in, like, I want to say the mid-1800s, died by, like, 1930-something. So, you know, the the field of psychology has obviously grown into what it is today. People go to therapy all the oh, time, yeah. like that. They've built on a lot of his ideas. Some have taken a complete... Um, turn from his ideas but there were so many things that he was on point about he's a very controversial person but there were so many things he's um he was on point about and if you guys haven't and anyone listening hasn't listened hasn't read civilization civilization and its discontents in my opinion that's one of his best books if not his best book 
it really shows the genius. And I want to get into a couple of things that were spoken about in that book. So when we talk about soul, purpose, ego, things like that, Sigmund Freud spoke about um, the id, the ego, and the superego. So have you guys heard of this? Is it kind of familiar? I've heard you talk about this in the past, but okay, you know, for our new listeners, go ahead and put that back out there. Okay. So the id is like the unconscious, and he believes that the id drives, one of the main drives of the id is the pleasure principle, but there's also, you know, a side of destruction to it as well. So we'll just sum it up and say that the id is the automatic. Like it's your, it's really, and this is where I'm going to break it down and add to it. It's really like your body is unconscious. My heart is beating without me thinking about it. You know, even our brain has unconscious, um, our blood is circulating. I'm not doing nothing to do that. Our bones grow, teeth fall out. We don't control that stuff. Right. So the, the unconscious are, are your automatic drives, things that you don't even have to think about when you go to sleep. He considered that the Royal road to the unconscious because egos removed all the defense, <clears throat> defense mechanisms are shut down and you're just, you're just what is you're just, you're just the automatic intelligence or automatic being that you are. And he believes that we're 95% unconscious. Like he had an iceberg uh, analogy that was like the tip of that iceberg is analogous to what consciousness is. And everything under that doesn't show when you're like when you're in the ocean, you just see the tip. You see all that that's under the ocean. That's just like the unconscious. All that's happening under us. Now, the ego is what helps us to relate to the world. So... Uh, you know, while you're awake, the unconscious is still working, but the ego has defense mechanisms. It has, um, you know, it it, it kind of tries to protect you, you know, tries mm-hmm. to protect you from your insecurities, from your anxieties. Uh, it protects you from acting on impulse. You may see a girl that's attractive and the animalistic side, you may want to go up behind her and start doing something. The ego says, hold on, that's not, that's not the right way to do it. Go up there, approach, speak like a logical person, try to get her number, then we can try to see how it puts together like the strategy, it calculates things, it tames that beast, that that animalistic, more unconscious side of us that goes deep. Jordan Peterson re- referred to the unconscious as like a corridor, it's like, it was like a, a corridor of closets, and there's so much stuff in those closets that we don't even, if you think you know who you truly are, you're lying to yourself. That's your ego telling that you know who you are. So the ego does all that stuff, right? It's the moderator. It's the logical. It kind of tames the unconscious. And it's in the middle between the id and then the superego, which is on top of all that, which is societal programming. It's what your mentors have told you, your parents have told you, what religion tells you, your teachers told you, all these expectations you put on yourself. When someone's a workaholic, it's because they're beating themselves up with that superego. So the ego in the middle is telling superego, hold on, hold on, chill, chill a little bit. We're going we're gonna to go crazy if we listen to all these things. It's telling the unconscious, hey, chill out down there. Like, you're going to go animalistic, relax. I'm, it's like, a, it's like um, pretty much... You know how, like, uh, back in the day, they used to have, like, the horse in the carriage, and the guy's holding, like, he's taming two beasts? So the ego is, like, the one in the carriage, like, with the two strings trying to tame the superego and then the ego, I mean, then the unconscious. So what I think is that uh, pretty much, like, our purpose, like, the things that we, who we really are, their authenticity, that caters more to our unconscious side. Then we have the logical uh, middle person who tries to say, okay, I know you want to leave that job right now and just take a leap or whatever. 
hey, let's do this in a systematic way. Let's break this down, whatever. That's the, that's the ego, right? Or, you know, hey, and, and this is where it can get kind of messed up. We're like, hey, I know you want to go after that goal, but hey, are you going to lose money? Hey, are you going to be a bum for a while? Hey, what are people going to think about you? That's the ego as well. And then with that, the super ego is everyone's expectations. Let's say you were raised in a Christian household and you want to start challenging your beliefs now. You want to get into philosophy. You want to open your mind. Your super ego will say, oh, whoa, what are you doing? You God is watching you. What, what's going on? Like, wait, wait, be careful about that. Or, you know, you were taught certain things in school or your parents taught you certain things, which, which we grab onto the lessons our parents taught us as we navigate through society and we're living on our own. And we have to challenge that super ego sometimes because sometimes they told us stuff that wasn't right. We talked about stuff before Taekwondo, how our parents were like, hey, stay away from credit cards. Don't get a credit card. But then when you really learn what credit's about, you're like, wait, if I do this successfully, this will actually help me. Oh, no, because you messed up on it. Now I got to chill. You know, now I got to stay away mm-hmm. from it. That super ego's like, don't do it. Don't do it. So that's what how I believe it, it kind of applies to what we're talking about as far as purpose, going after what you believe in, you know, worrying about judgment from other people. You know, just this whole concoction of things. So I know I just spit out a lot of stuff because I kind of wanted to, like, get you guys to see where I'm coming from mm-hmm. with it. What's your take on that? Shit. Um, so as far as the purpose goes, I've actually, like, been thinking about this in a different state recently. So we have the, our main purpose, where it's, like, our inside burning desire to do something in this life, Right. But I also feel like there's like a situational purpose. And I don't know if that'd be like the super ego talking, but like sometimes I feel like, you know, we have these certain obstacles in our way where we cannot reach our burning desire purpose. So we look at the purpose for the moment, you know, maybe I have to take care of this obstacle before I can reach this other passionate version of my purpose. And um, I was explaining that the other day when I was talking about the podcast, it's like, you know, have you found your purpose in life? That's what I was you know, saying in a conversation. And she was like, you know, um, I don't, I don't think so. Like as of right now, my purpose is to be a good mom. And I was like, well, not for nothing. That could be your burning desire purpose, or that could just be the situational purpose. You have to define what that is to you, what it means to you. Maybe raising the kids to a certain point would be the situational purpose. And then once they're of a certain age, when they can fend for themselves and say like maybe teen, 14, 15, maybe like, you know, more so independent. Maybe then you can be that burning desire purpose can like start to reach its full potential. Maybe you want to be like an actor or something or a model. Or maybe, you know, that's when life takes off for you. You never know. I feel like, you know, sometimes we put so much so much effort and energy into finding our purpose immediately as opposed to just letting it come naturally. But then, you know, at the same time, I, I kind of contradict myself by saying, well, if you don't put any energy into it at a certain point in time, Maybe it never comes naturally. So it's like one of those things I'm like, like a tug of war battle. I'm just trying to fight with. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, well, I'll tell you guys how I feel after Brian gives his take. What's your take on all this yeah. stuff that we're talking about? Yeah, I, there's a there's a several points I want to hit, and I mm-hmm. probably will miss a few, but mm-hmm. I just want to reflect that to the mom because I'm hoping there's women watching this that mm-hmm. that is not your title. That is not who you are. You were not a mom before you had your child. So while you have your child, you are a mom, but that is not who you are. You're Mm -hmm. also that woman before that. You're also Mm -hmm. growing. So we need to balance all this stuff. That's why date Mm -hmm. nights are important. You need a, you you need you time or else 
that's why divorces and the epidemic where single mothers are happening right now, that's why this is happening. We're not choosing the right mates and we're not making the time for ourselves. So it's very important to balance everything healthily. Like if that's a word, Um, but, (laughs) but purpose, purpose, we need to balance that too. If you're too involved into a purpose, then you become, who do you become? Do you become Jeff Bezos? Are do you, he could be the happiest man on earth. I don't know. But there are mm-hmm. a lot of millionaires that are not happy because they don't right. balance their life. So we got we can't have blinders on only for a little bit. When you're in the race, have the blinders on. But when you're mm-hmm. out of the race, we have to rest. We need to balance. We need to recover. Mm-hmm. So we have to have me time. So I want to say that for the mom and that could apply to mm-hmm. everyone. Um so the ego and the id and super ego there's the like the i call the the unconscious i call that like the like the primal primitive brain to Mm -hmm. to survive so that's like you step out in traffic you're like oh car and you you go back you know so we have that and that is like our program you can say algorithm like a computer it is just in us so we are put on this earth to breathe just like every other animal out there that's what we're meant to do but now we have these frontal lobes that make us smarter than every animal so now we're like oh man it's like that tug of war like you're talking about so it's like i don't know what i want to do like i want to have sex but i don't want to have kids i don't want to mess up my life or i want to have sex but i'm in a relationship you know i know it's not what I should do, but we let our primal brain take over. And so we sleep with someone else. So it's, it's the commitment. You choose to have a purpose. Everything's a choice. You choose to have mm-hmm. a purpose. You choose to be with this woman. You choose to have these kids. You choose to work. You choose not to be an a-hole. You, you, everything's a choice. Mm-hmm. So every, when you're thinking about having sex with someone, that's your primal brain saying that. And that's okay. It's also okay to have sex with them. Even when you're in a relationship, you made that choice. Now you have to reap the consequences Mm -hmm. of that choice. Mm -hmm. So that's unconscious. And there's a lot going on. You can go all day talking about that. Then you have the, uh, the, uh, the ego, you know, Mm -hmm. your, your, your mind telling you what you're doing, your parents, your teachers, your friends, you're the five average of the five people you hang around with the most. Mm -hmm. So that's including, taking in youtube taking in facebook taking in all that whatever you see well, the super, most you're talking about super ego right now right well it's kind of both okay a go, ahead, bit, go ahead go ahead a go little ahead, bit go ahead. uh but like ego is that that child little child in your head telling you like what your parents and everyone's telling you so mm-hmm. you have to understand that and what you can do is basically that means you're the product of your environment so whatever, whatever someone's telling you, whatever you're thinking, that's what you are. So you kind of just pivot that and, and soak in whatever you want. You know, like I want to hang out. I want to be rich. I want to hang out with millionaires. I'm broke. But, you know, if I hang out with five millionaires, I might get a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to not be around the negativity because you're going to develop bad traits, even though you... Yep don't that that's not in your morals that's not who you are but you no matter who you are you're gonna it's gonna rub off on you you're gonna wake up kind of pissed off 
Mm-hmm. And then the the super ego, how you're saying that was uh like mentors or like the program, the higher program that everyone believes in right. religion. It could be is and it's really one right. thing I left out. It also the way Freud broke it down is like we don't have to have cops and he he used the word garrison on every corner to make sure that you're doing the right thing. He said what you just yeah. said with frontal lobes, prefrontal lobes, we're so advanced as a people. They've just found a way to do it mentally. So you're not around. Now you're feeling mm-hmm. bad. Should I do this thing? These are the judgments on you. Like, I don't right. know if you're a kid and you want to, like, masturbate. You're like, oh, damn, is this wrong? Is someone watching me? Is my grandma out there watching mm-hmm. me right now? Like, like I'm, that was a silly example, but y'all get it. Like, it's it's the thing that, it's the thoughts that, like, are the hot. It's like the, it's like the, literally the police in your mind or the, the, the watch guard in your mind that's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Like, that will make you feel bad about this. And he said that mm-hmm. the way that the way that that was constructed, the idea was for for society to control us through guilt. That's the root of it. Mm-hmm. Guilt. Yes, the consequences guilt, from guilt. all those yeah. all those things you feel guilty about when no one's around, and it feels like that's like the parent or the police or whatever you want to call it that watch guarding your mind. That's super ego. So go ahead. Right. That's right. like having integrity too. I was going to say exactly. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, and well, we are tri- we are tribal. We are still tribal. Like we are not very much different than you know thousands and thousands of years ago. Just technology and all that, but we're 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 meant to be in tribes. So when we're in tribes, it's a very uh, a limited amount of people. And then if you do something that everyone's like shaming you and shunning you on, you get kicked out. Mm-hmm. So. That's what we're doing now. We have online now, so it's wild now. But if you get blasted on social media, knows, and that's your way of feeling shame. Mm-hmm. And that's why we we can't do uh, mass murdering and uh, whatever the hell we want all the time mm-hmm. because you are going to be shamed, and people mm-hmm. will will kill you basically, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. how they did back in the in the days. Mm-hmm. But that's what I have about about that though. Okay. Okay, yeah, that, that's a, it's a lot to uh, bite off and chew, but I, it's so important, and I yes. feel like I feel like it's like the like it like Freud was able to really show how complex we are as people and like oh, yeah. break down the mind, like it's crazy, like so it's no wonder why you know he's the father of modern day psychology and how like you know people it's so much it's so interesting that people for hundreds of years after have continued to build on it and like you know right kind of like oh, try yeah. to, add on to it and, and just put it more out there to the masses. So um, I don't know if there's any kind of last words or stuff you guys have. I know we're kind of getting to the point of wrap up, but mm-hmm. I'm going to just say my piece of, I appreciate both of you guys doing this episode. It was fun to me. And, and this is what it's all about. Like how we said initially, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of minds coming together to break down certain topics that spark thoughts in other people's minds. And hopefully help them to consider things that they may not have considered prior to watching this episode. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just really analyze life, especially with this episode, see the bigger picture, follow what you believe in, live that purpose. Um, you deserve a life of abundance. However you define abundance to be, we're going to have hard times in life, but the perspective that you give that pain, that turmoil, if you look at it, like I just learned a lesson or, I'm supposed to, I gained something from this and I'm going to have more of them in the future. 
but it's nothing to get me down. I'm not going to let that ego voice in my mind say, oh, don't do that. Oh, watch out for that. Uh, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then make me feel deprived in life. And then this window closes and life is over and it's done. Then I, then we have regret, right? Or or when you know the nearest close, you know, I mean, the nearest close, the end is near. <laughs> well, you know, the end is near. You know, you start being like, damn, I should have did this. I should have done that. So remove that ego. The ego can be healthy in ways, you know, Freud spoke about that too, can help you in certain situations, kind of like how Brian said, like, you know, if you're in a relationship, your ego may tell you, hey, you may not want to go ahead and use your animalistic brain and just have sex with this person that's outside of your relationship, right? So, you know, I I think the listener, we have a pretty uh, intelligent audience. They know what what we're saying and Mm -hmm. they know, like, the difference between, I think, it, ego, super ego, at least on a basic sense and how mm-hmm. they can use their automatic purpose, that intuition, those 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 things that are so that automatic intelligence really to help them guide their life, use their ego for their benefit. Be aware of how the ego could play tricks on you and fear you out of doing things and or 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 instigate you to do things you don't want to do, and just balance that. And I believe you're gonna have a more enjoyable life, productive life, and also like we said in that process. Stay in the moment. This is all you have. This mm-hmm. do it right now. Do something. Do it. Do that thing that you feel is best right now, and do it consistently over time, and you increase your chances to have the life you want. I feel like some of the, well, yeah, most of the topics we cover towards our audience, I feel like they can resonate with us because they've been through whatever situation we bring up. I think what we normally do is just apply a little bit more information to it and also attach a label to it. So when you talk about the id, ego, and superego, I feel like everybody can relate to that on some type of level. But now that we've given them information of what to call it and how to identify it, I think they can take away from that and actually build on top of that themselves. That's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast. It's just because like it can definitely bring somebody else um, more in sync with their own body, their own uh, brain and everything like that. We just kind of put everything back into harmony and just let everybody go and analyze life from that point on. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah, you'd be surprised because all it takes is just one episode for to, to change someone's life. That's what happened to me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just like it's like an addiction. You just got to learn more and more and more, and mm-hmm. you meet new people. But um, I have something I want to say. Well, I have two two things I want to say. One mm-hmm. about the about the ego. It's mm-hmm. basically your parent inside of you telling you who you are, mm-hmm. and until you're two years old you can kill that ego and then you can turn it into you telling you you who you are and Mm. that is what defines you so it's hard as hell you have to it's a daily thing you have to yell at yourself to not think that you have to cancel Mm -hmm. thoughts you have to write little programs look in the mirror look in the mirror like am i a man do i love myself every day like Mm -hmm. it's real stuff and for sure it's hard but Uh it is possible Mm -hmm. uh I have one more thing I want to talk about. I kind of wrote something. Go ahead. Um, okay, go ahead. You were talking about focusing on your desires mm-hmm. uh, before. Um, so I think it was on your on your Instagram video. And okay. uh, desires is huge. Uh, you should have boundaries on it because you could have evil desires. Very yeah, uh, not yeah, not that type. I I, I, right, I, was, right. I I was not trying to tell people like, listen, no. guys, you want to jump off a building. 
You yeah. want to go ahead and uh, cheat on your wife? Go ahead, but, man. But, <laughs> but people think that, though. People think YOLO, mm -hmm. and you know what? Everyone else yeah, does it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So uh -huh. it's very important because we all have these desires. We all feel like that. Like, oh, man, everyone is just gets, gets away with everything. So I, now I'm going to start doing it. It's hard to fight that programming. Mm -hmm. But you, if you do have that, you can channel that into something. Or into someone. If you have a high sexual desire, there's someone else else out there that has that. And, you know, women and men get, you know, used all the time. But we have to keep one step forward. And there are other people out there that will think like you and, like, will give you what you want. It's, it's right. mm -hmm. Life ain't easy. It's a journey. And it may take a while to find that person. But you have to be honest with yourself. Level yourself mm -hmm. up and be be the person you want like that other person in that relationship that maybe you want if you want a relationship but mm -hmm. i don't think you should ever like want to be in one, in one if you're not in one but be right. that person that you would want in your life be that person and you're going to attract that to your life yeah oh shit okay. so that pretty we, much we are what we attract yeah i was going to say we, we talked about that we attract what we are we talked about that in our last episode. Like okay. The the uh, well, we didn't put it out yet, so you wouldn't even know about it. But um, just a, I guess a reflection because now this is a future episode from that episode. But right, pretty right. much this would be um, <laughs> we talked about we reflect who we are type of thing. You know. Yes. Yes. Our world is your mirror type of thing. The world is your mirror type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it really that's is. That's a good point. I was actually thinking about doing a part two to that um, episode. So I have to. You might have I to. mean, we could add so much more to that. You know, we did 30 minutes of content, but I think we can always elaborate on that. So we'll, you know, we'll visit that later on in life. Yo, take yeah, part. Actually. I'm not going to lie real quick. Like, I feel like with the momentum we have with season two, like, you know how season one went, what, about 30 episodes, maybe 28, something like that? Yeah. That's why season two finna go like 50 episodes. I'm not gonna lie to you. We'll see how it goes, but yeah. I feel like this is gonna be an epic like uh, segment in the journey. That's we'll see, good, man. We'll we gotta keep putting that energy forward. That's what it is, you know. We'll put yeah. that energy forward and see where it takes us. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, facts. I mean, the, it's pretty much whatever we dictated to be. You know, this can still be season one type of shit, but we figured out that season one and season two, our main our main differences was the new level of energy we're bringing to the table, you know what I mean? Mm. So if we decide that we want to split season two early and start season three because we have a different shift in energy, we could do that too. But, I mean, as yeah, far we'll as consistency, definitely going to go past 50 episodes as far as being consistent with just recording, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, in general, uh, that's not even a question. We just that's dictate the, the seasons based on whatever new changes are going on type of shit. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so Brian, you want to tell people where they can find you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on all podcast platforms and spotify you look up perpessence and you can also follow me on instagram instagram brian duso and i also have a website brian duso.com mm -hmm. and yeah that's about it all right guys and uh perpessence is p-u-r-p-e-s-s-e-n-c-e -S -S -E -E, correct yes i want to try to spell it right and when you find look up <laughs> brian is brian with a y and I want to say yeah. it's underscore. Underscore. Do, do so. D-U-S-S-E-A-U. -S -S -E and right. uh, you probably see me on Richard's uh, Instagram, too. So, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Go check it out. Seriously. You know, I wouldn't recommend anything that isn't worthwhile and have some value. So check out Brian. Taquan, let him know what it is. 
You can find me at all I do is fit on Instagram, Snapchat, and my Gmail is all I do is fit at gmail.com. And then Facebook, you can find me at Taekwon Lino. There it is. All right, guys. I told you I'm going to chill out because I just say my name a million times on every platform. My name is Rashard Neal, and you can find that name on anything. Website, RashardNeal.com. You can find it on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Just type in Rashard Neal. I'll pop up. If you want to send me an email about anything, email me at ffclifecoaching at gmail.com. So that's a wrap for episode eight. We hope you guys got something from it. And again, the tagline for this season is to place your power first. And we're just trying to give you tips to help you do that in a more effective way. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being a part of this episode. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care, man. Thanks for coming. All right. Thank you. See you guys. We really aiming for the head this year We ain't wait for a seat at the table We pulled up a chair And the view is so beautiful from here I might shed a tear I ain't moving, I'm cool and light a Cuban drinks in the air Cheers